What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. If you happen to watch one of my Wednesday night specials, The Targets of Tyranny, um, we brought people in who had been targeted by the government for some reason or another and were fighting really, truly fascism. There was one person that was with us. Her name is Amy Nelson. She uh, lived in Seattle with her husband. And there was a scandal that happened at Amazon. And her husband all of, all of a sudden found himself in trouble with the feds. None of it made sense. But I said at the end of the episode, I hope none of you have face repercussions from telling your story on the air. And I'm afraid... Amy may have felt repercussions because she was on the air with us. You need to know the full story. Amy is in with us in 60 seconds. All right. You can plan for your financial future. Um, you know, get one of those uh, trillion dollar platinum coins. I love that. Did you see that the Treasury actually rejected that idea? First of all, that is a real idea. We figured out that the platinum coin would have to be the size of a football field. And I can't remember how many feet high if you're going to make a platinum coin worth a trillion dollars. It wasn't. But they were just going to make a little one like a quarter and just say, ah, it's worth a trillion dollars. They rejected it. Congratulations. For now. For now. Mm -hmm. For now. Um, They'll come up with other Fed coins. You're going to love it. Made in the Weimar Republic. So it's it's great. Uncle Sam's going to help you out. I urge you right now to call Goldline and find out if gold or silver is right for you. I would never, because it's not my job, but I would never give anybody investment advice other than spread it out as thin as you possibly can. Because I can't tell you what's going to last. I have no idea. I can tell you that at this rate and what the world is planning with the World Economic Forum, etc., and what China is doing, the dollar is not going to last. Don't know when, but it's not going to last. Goldline is offering a special on their gold legal tender bar cards this week. Every single one of them purchased, you're going to receive 25 of the silver mind your business bars at no additional cost. Gold and silver. Find out if it's right for you. You're smart enough. Do your own homework. 866-GOLDLINE. Call them for information. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. The founder of The Riveter, uh, she is uh, she's really... I mean, I feel stupid sitting in the same room with her. She's a graduate of Emory University, NYU School of Law, practiced corporate litigation with a focus on uh, high-profile First Amendment matters for over a decade in New York and then in Seattle, mother of four, contributor for Inc., the host of iHeartRadio's What's Her Story with Sam and Amy. She's raised $30 million in venture capital to grow the Riveter. Uh, she's also been published in the Washington Post, Newsweek, Seattle Times, and um, she's been all over the world speaking. Fortune's most powerful women. I mean, jeez. Overachieve much, Amy? No. Uh, <laughs> so, Amy, you were on with us. By the way, welcome. Thank you. Glad you're here. Thank you. Um, and you're sitting up taking nourishment. That's always good. Uh, you, you came in here for the um, uh, Targets of Tyranny special. And we had been in correspondence for a while mm-hmm. um, because of what happened to you and your husband in Seattle with Amazon and the feds. Can you quickly just recap that for anybody who doesn't remember? 
Yeah. So my husband worked for Amazon Web Services for nearly eight years. If you don't know, AWS is a subsidiary of Amazon where the internet lives. Cloud computing lives in these big data warehouses across the world. My husband worked in real estate, helped scouting locations that would be good to build data centers and a lot and projects along those lines. He left Amazon in 2019, and on April 2nd, 2020, the FBI knocked on our door. We learned then that my husband was being accused, at the time we didn't know by who, of a crime called private sector honest services fraud, which is depriving your private employer of your honest services. Mm. At the time, the FBI did not ask my husband what happened. It was clearly an accusation. And two months later, um, the government used civil forfeiture to seize all of our family's bank accounts. Your bank accounts, your husband's, your joint, everything. I mean, to the point, Glenn, the DOJ went into our law firm's client trust account and seized all of the money we had paid our lawyers. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And my husband at that point had never been charged with a crime. In fact, he never was ever charged with a crime. Civil forfeiture is something the government can use. It's a tool and they can seize your money, your home, your safe deposit box. Squeeze you in every way they possibly can. And many times you don't get the money back. You really don't. And we really were kind of told, like, don't expect to ever get the money back no matter what. Um, That's craziness. It is crazy. That's King George, you know, Declaration of Independence style stuff. Well, and the thing is, you know, it's it's a tool, right? It's a a pressure tool. So my husband had been accused on April 2nd, 2020, and the prosecutors wanted him to plead guilty um, to a crime. It was all very unspecific. It was unclear. And the crazy thing is that largely what my husband was being accused of depriving Amazon of his honest services related to actions my husband took after he didn't work at Amazon. Mm. Um, but anyway, um, we did fight and, you know, we, we had four little girls, um, we sold our home, we sold our car, we liquidated our retirement, we borrowed money from family and friends to pay lawyers and to survive. And didn't they go into your family's accounts too? Oh my gosh. So my father, yeah. Yeah. So my father was critically ill. He almost died. He actually got a life-saving kidney transplant in April of 2020. And two weeks later, the FBI emptied out his bank accounts. Um, my husband and I had paid for his medical care. So, you know, it's he would have died if my mother couldn't help him pay his medical bills. So um, many times people see this and go, yeah, but there had to be something. You you told the story of what that something is, and it revolved around a very expensive lawsuit from Amazon. So to preface this, we had no idea what was going on. And the day the FBI showed up at our house, my husband hired criminal defense attorneys and said, please call Amazon and tell them, I will come in and talk to them. I I don't understand what's going on, but I have nothing to hide. And Amazon's lawyer said, we will only speak to him if he is pleading guilty to a felony. And at the time, we were like, what is going on? I mean, Amazon's lawyers squarely put the DOJ between the company and my husband. Very few companies have that kind of access to DOJ. Mm -hmm. And for an institution that's meant to be apolitical, that's wrong. It's just wrong. Um, but what we learned over the course of years and spending a lot of lawyer lawyer money is that in February of 2020, Amazon broke a contract with a real estate developer. And by the explicit terms of that contract, unless they could prove the developer committed a felony crime, they were going to owe him over $100 million in damages. The next day after they broke the contract, they had their first meeting with the Department of Justice. They met with the Department of Justice over 100 times trying to lobby for criminal charges. 
the government spent countless FBI hours and prosecutors hours like essentially doing Amazon's bidding. And what we do know is despite all of the things that Amazon told the government, they never told the government that they had broken a contract and needed a felony or they would be liable for a hundred millions of dollars in damages. So you decided to fight. Yes. I mean, you know, you're you guys are fighters. You decided to fight. It has cost you a great deal. Your husband, nor you or anybody else has ever been charged. You thought this was kind of wrapping up mm-hmm. and then you came on the special. And I think I may have said, are you sure you want to come on? <laughs> and I know I said, I hope nothing happens yeah. because of this. The day after coincidence. I don't really believe in coincidences anymore, but the day after the Department of Justice subpoenaed Amazon for all of the documents that Amazon had that had been produced in the civil litigation, because after Amazon failed to get criminal charges, they sued my husband. And I'll, I'll note something about that that I think, you know, Amazon didn't anticipate. But usually when you're accused of a crime, you never get to see the communications between your accuser in the Department of Justice. Mm-hmm. And in this civil case, because Amazon sued my husband, my husband was able to see all those communications. Mm-hmm. And they're very shocking. And I mean, to me, as a lawyer, I, I was floored by the things that have been made public that I've been able to see. Why? What What was seen? Um, Amazon hired a former federal prosecutor from the Eastern District of Virginia. They mm-hmm. paid him millions of dollars to lobby his former colleagues for criminal charges. Uh, the former, pro- the current prosecutors in Virginia immediately ushered in Amazon for a meeting. They set up a meeting with the prosecutor's press office because clearly this was going to be such a sexy and scandalous case. They never checked anything Amazon said. They never asked to see my husband's terms of employment or his non-compete. Like they just didn't ask to see it. Amazon said they had paid this real estate developer $16 million. Amazon had paid the real estate developer $0. So nobody ever checked anything. They just went for it. Because it was really literally an old boys network. I I know you. You know me. Just this is a problem. I mean, we have an email that's now in the public docket in Virginia where Patrick Stokes, Amazon's lawyer, asked his former colleague, Jessica Aber, who's now the U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of Virginia, who just sued Amazon's main rival, Google. Mm. And Pat Stokes said to Jess Aber, we want to talk to you about civil asset forfeiture. Prosecutors in the Eastern District of Virginia have not used civil asset forfeiture outside of a drug case in 13 years that I can find. So this is now being looked at again for the second time? You know, I really think that Amazon keeps pushing DOJ to try to do something and DOJ isn't doing anything except kind of, you know, just the investigation just kind of hangs out there because it's a threat, right? And unless Amazon can get a felony conviction of this real estate developer, they are going to be liable for damages. All right. So um, the reason, and we talked about this, you mentioned this, but I have been seeing more and more stories about people from the DOJ going to work right directly to the Pentagon and people from the intelligence agencies. This is terrifying because there is a public-private partnership that you should be very aware of. Our DOJ... Our national security agencies, all of them, are using Amazon <clears throat> Amazon as their cloud bank. When you have that, you have control of the government or the government has control of you. At best, at best, if one doesn't have something over the head of the other, they're partners 
in everything. That is extraordinarily dangerous. It's incredibly dangerous. I mean, and the thing that kind of blows my mind is that no one's even really paying attention to it. I mean, on Amazon's board, they have the former head of the NSA, Keith Alexander. That's not a person with business experience that should right. be on the board of a big company. The sole reason, I mean, why else would he be there other than to get contracts with the NSA? And sure enough, in 2021, the NSA quietly awarded Amazon Web Services a $10 billion contract. Like, it's something that we should all be very frightened of. It's happening across big tech. It's happening, you know, you've read the Twitter files, mm-hmm. you see it everywhere. And Amazon is hiring hundreds. Hundreds. Hundreds of CIA, FBI, former federal prosecutors. And what just having those guys in a high tech company that has the information on each of us that Amazon does, that's not good. Oh, and there's no wall between that company and the government. Absolutely not. Right. There's no wall at all. And you look at things like Amazon is now getting into pharma, right? That Amazon just launched a five dollar yep. subscription to get your pills. Now you're going to give all your health data to Amazon. It's terrifying. And Jeff Bezos, he's an oligarch, right? If you looked yep. at the indictment of the FBI agent Charles McGonagall, mm-hmm. it described an oligarch, Deripaska, as a man of vast wealth with close ties to the government. That is exactly what Jeff Bezos is. So what's next in this? Have you written off ever getting your money back? So we actually got our money back, Glenn. So we pulled off what people thought would be impossible. Wow. <laughs> yeah. It was, you should um, do a podcast just on how to do that. I, I know <sighs> lots of people who I know just driving through town. They had cash. The sheriff pulls them over. The cop pulls them over. That's ours. I mean, you never get it back. It's how, did, tr- how did that happen? So the government... <laughs> It's such a strange process. It goes back to the time of pirates. But when the government seizes your money and they don't charge you with a crime, they then have to sue your asset. So they sue your bank account. It's like U.S. versus $4,000 at Wells Fargo. And they do that because your assets don't have due process. (laughs) So they can just avoid all due process. So the government here sued our bank accounts, went to the court, paused the case for six months, went to the court again, asked to pause it for six months. Judge Judge said you only get four months this time. They wanted to deposit again, and it wasn't going to happen, so it was time to litigate, and it was time for the government to prove their case against the bank accounts. And instead of opting to prove the case, the government gave us the money back. Unbelievable. And this how is... long was that from beginning to end when you lost the money to when you finally received it again? It was 22 months. Jeez. So for 22 months, you had nothing. I, we had nothing. We had to figure out how to feed our four daughters. My mother was amazing. My mother was a public school teacher, worked her whole life. And my mother kept asking, don't they care about your daughters? You have a baby. And I said, Mom, they don't care. She's like, this is our government. And I said, they don't care. They care about Jeff Bezos and Amazon. They do not care that we have children to feed. They did say when they seized our money that if my husband pled guilty to a crime, they'd give some of it back. It's such a transparent tool of corruption. It should be gone. It should be abolished. So you mean meaning that threat where they can say, hey, just say you're guilty and, we'll, and then we'll make this all better. Therefore, getting the guilt, guilty plea out of you, and it's really kind of your only option. They held everything, including if this goes down Mm. and we arrest your husband, we're going to do it in front of your children. My husband asked his lawyers, asked the prosecutors over and over again, who were saying in 2020, we're charging him, we're coming. They never charged him, but you know they 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 threaten you. And my husband's lawyers asked the prosecutors, can he turn himself in? If you're going to indict him and the prosecutor said, no, we will arrest him in your home in front of the kids. Isn't that crazy? That's just wrong. Knowing yeah. that that was their 
a big fear of theirs. This is this is so corrupt and so bad. Amy, thank you for for um, telling the story. We'll get some closing thoughts from you in just a second. Um, it's Amy Nelson, and uh, her website is the Riveter dot co or is it dot com dot co okay let me tell you a little bit about legacy box part of my calling in life i believe is to preserve american history and to make sure that it is safe uh and not destroyed and doesn't fall apart we are in restoration on all kinds of things right now we just got did you know that there is another kind of so-called Zapruder film? No. It's just been uh, released and given to our museum to to hold on. I haven't even seen it yet, but we're holding on to it. Though mm. one of the things I'll do with Legacy Box is I'll hand deliver that one to them and say, <laughs> can you <laughs> yeah. please preserve this? I mean, it, it's amazing. Some of the things that are going on. That's what I do in my off hours. Your job is to preserve your American history, the history of your family, what life was really like back in the old days. And I mean, the old days like the 1980s. You spend a lot of money and time and on videotapes and everything else. All that stuff is going away. All your photos are going away. Get a legacy box right now and secure, safeguard all of those family stories. Don't let your photos continue to fade. Become your family's hero, the one that rescues the story of your life. Legacybox.com slash Beck. Shop, you'll get an exclusive offer and save a buttload of money right now. Legacybox.com slash Beck. Do it now. 10 seconds. Station ID. Amy Nelson is with us. Final thoughts or advice? Well, as you know, Glenn, I've been a progressive my entire life. And one thing that has really surprised me in all this is that progressives see things in black and white. The right side sees things in black and white. But really, this is about our rights. And we should mm -hmm. all be fighting for the same rights, including due process. And so I just hope that the Department of Justice could try to be more fair and transparent. Is it over? It's not. It's not over, but it will be someday. That's what my husband says. This yeah. can't last forever. That's just crazy. Do you still consider yourself a progressive? I consider myself politically homeless now. Yeah. I think a lot of people feel that way. I think so, too. You know? And it's weird because if you're a classic liberal, um, then, you know, I call myself more of a libertarian, but it's also classic liberal. It's the same thing. It really is. I believe in the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Mm -hmm. That's that's. That's all that's important. The rest of it is nonsense. It is. And there's so much ink spilt distracting us. Yes. From those things. Yep. Yep. Nobody ever talks about those things. Mm -hmm. I mean, your story and stories like you, that should be everywhere. And that's something that both Republicans and Democrats and independents should all be standing up and saying, this has got to stop. Because if they'll do it to you, they'll do it to anybody. They truly will. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. My best to your family. How are your kids? They're great. They're amazing. They're kids. They're resilient. Yeah. Yep. Good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, tonight on my Wednesday night special, this is one you do not want to miss. Um, the 1619 Project is now on Hulu. 
And it's going to be shown in schools. It's going to be shown everywhere. We are debunking it tonight. The 1619 Project. We happen to have been lucky enough to be the preservers of the largest collection of Pilgrim and Jamestown artifacts and documents in private hands. Smithsonian was bidding against us. We got it. And we are preserving it. And tonight, I'm going to show you some of the critical items and documents in that as we show you clearly the 1619 Project is complete bogus crap. It's crap. You need to watch this with your family and your kids because I can guarantee you they will see things that they need to know when they're in school. Join us tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern on blazetv.com and 9.30 p.m. at youtube.com slash Glenn Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. You are probably paying way too much for your phone service. We've all been there at one point or another. Um, you know, if you want to keep doing that, you know, that's fine. But there is a way for you to save a buttload of money. It's Patriot Mobile. Join them. They're on the same cell towers as the big guys. But if you trust the, you know, the three big major networks and their coverage, and you don't necessarily like what they do with all of the profits as they, you know, push their their thumbs into your eyes every month. Um, you like their service, but you hate their values. You can now join Patriot Mobile and s- save and and also get your service still from one of the three major networks. If that's what you want, they'll work with you. Patriot Mobile all here in America, and they share your values, and they're not spending their time or your hard-earned money, you know, trying to, uh, you know, help Planned Parenthood. They're standing for the Bill of Rights and life. Switch now. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call them at 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. And BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Here's a reason why you don't want companies that are tech companies directly in bed with the government. Let me tell tech people some really exciting news. You know, if you're a real tech, you already know this. But for people who like the new technology, there is a new um AR VR device that is coming out from Apple. And uh, it, that means you'll have virtual reality and augmented reality. So let's say you're standing in a room with a bunch of people and you're looking, you know, at everybody in the room and you just want to call in a friend of yours. Zoop, it'll look like your friend is also standing in the room with the other friends. Okay. So you can mix the worlds or you could have total virtual reality or artificial reality. Um, great. Now this one's so good that this device, it's 
opening price is $3,000 for a headset. Well, that'll come down. As somebody who bought a TV for my 40th birthday, my wife got me a flat screen TV. It was a Sony Trinitron flat screen, first one ever made. It was $10,000. I can get one better now for about 200 bucks. So this is just the first that is coming out, and it's three grand. It'll be 200 bucks in no time. Now, what makes this so special, and the reason why I'm talking about it, is because it has eye tracking capability. So this particular VR, you don't need you don't need any other gadgets with it. It's all controlled by your index finger or your thumb and finger put together. You want to turn up the volume, just put your thumb and finger finger together. You want to switch the page, you want to look someplace else, either your hand or your eyes. You want to see what's going on, you just look over you know, you move your eyes to another part of the screen and it it predicts and gives you everything you want. Sounds fantastic. And it sounds like life is going to be so easy. Okay, now let me tell you why today is a day that you should make the decision whether or not and keep this. Am I ever going to put one of these on my head will i just go oh my god it's so cool i mean i i gotta i mean right we gotta i mean look at this dad everything is there Hmm. yeah take it off your head right now here's why if you eye track somebody for a month you will know them better than they know themselves if you're watching TV, within a month, it will know, are you gay or straight? It will know any kind of fetish you might have. It will know your favorite color, what things you like, what things you don't, how you read a website, what attracts your attention, what bores you. It can tell within a month whether you're an expert with guns, because when you look at a picture or something and you see a gun in somebody's hand, do you look at the index finger? You're probably somebody who deals a lot with guns if you look at the index finger. Is it on the side rail or is it in the trigger? That tells you something. So they'll know things like you that you've never even thought of. It will know when your pupils open up. It will know... When a long-haired brunette is on TV. And if that's what you like or don't like. The eye tracker will know where you look first when you see that woman. Where are you look? Are you looking at her eyes? My eyes are up here. Or you look in someplace else. And then it will not only know where you first look. It will look where you look next. The path you traveled with your eyes to get to that part of the body and the part where you leave. These are all things that none of us really know. Also, this will be able to monitor your blood pressure and your heart rate. Because your eyes truly are the window to your soul. 
And so you can see blood pressure and heart rate. When they look at that picture, does their heart rate go up? Does their blood pressure go up? What are they afraid of? What do they like? You do this for a few years, and AI will be able to present to you the best image of a person and perform in ways that will completely capture your attention. It's no longer, well, we're kind of tailoring it to you. It is made for you in every way, shape, or form. You want porn? Oh, you'll get porn. You'll get porn with the woman that you think is the ultimate woman. Whatever it is that you like on everything. Now, that may sound great, but now you might know why don't ever get, give access to your eyes, especially eye tracking. Can you imagine being somebody that was in the NSA and you left the NSA and now... You're at Apple and the government's having a problem and they need to know how do we get people to shut up about, let's say, a vaccine? How do we motivate them? How do what do we do to get them locked in line? You really think there's enough of a wall there that's going to stop that company and that government from sharing that information? You will not know what your ideas are or what their ideas are. You won't know if you thought it or they thought it. And it will all be presented in a way that is designed especially for you. So let the $3,000 price tag be the first barrier to buying it but not the most important barrier. You have to decide today because it's going to, it's going to get harder and harder and none of the choices that you make against this stuff are going to make you more popular, more user friendly for the world. You will become more and more Amish. You will live outside of the rest of the world. It's really be in the world, not of the world. You can be in the world, but I'm not doing any of that stuff. You have to decide that right now. Your kids, your family. Because I guarantee you, it is going to come dribs and drabs. It's all going to come as packaged as a great thing. Oh my gosh, this is so amazing. You have to see it. And look, you don't even have to do anything. It just moves with your eyes and it knows and it, it can anticipate you. And it, uh-uh, uh-uh. Don't do it. Apple is probably the best with security. But I don't trust Apple. But they probably have the best firewall out of all of them. And all of them are hiring in droves those people from the NSA, intelligence agencies, and government agencies. All of them. 
They are becoming one with the government, and the government is becoming one with these corporations. Stand guard. Stand guard. One of the hardest lessons in life is that stability is a luxury in this world. It's not always there for the enjoyment. I mean, it's really amazing when you think how fragile all of this stuff is and how much the world has changed. And we've just watched this. I mean, this is all going to be in the history books is one of the most amazing time periods in human history from 2001 to 2035 is going to be I mean, it's going to be like the World War Two documentaries forever, because this is the end and the beginning. It's amazing. But that makes things unstable. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen in that changeover. You don't know what could be happening just with the weather. My Patriot Supply would like to stretch your dollars by saving two hundred dollars on a three-month emergency food kit from My Patriot Supply. It is not laughable to think that we may have food shortages, that a system could go dark, that you know we could have rolling blackouts, any of these things. The nation's largest preparedness company, I trust this company, I've done business with this company, I have their food. Oh, well, I mean, I store it at Stu's house. I don't have any of it, but anyway, <laughs> three-month emergency food kit. Go to his house. Something happens. He's got plenty of it. I got nothing. Three-month emergency food kit comes with delicious breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, and snacks. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. Get your, uh, save $200 on your three-month emergency food kit while you can. They ship fast, free, unmarked boxes. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. May I just say that I think there a case could be made that we should sue some of these companies under the Nuremberg laws? Uh, everybody's doing grand experiments on the entire human race and really not talking about the consequences. And we're signing up for it. We're signing up for it. So I guess you couldn't impose the Nuremberg laws because we're the ones going, I'll do that. (laughs) What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong with tracking your eye movement? Do you know, you know, when you dream at night, your eyes go back and forth Okay, you know how you see somebody dreaming and their and their eyes are moving mm-hmm. crazy. That rapid movement, what it's doing is it is it is tying the events of the day to like you know little file cabinets, and it's reshuffling everything and putting it in its correct order. Because sometimes you don't have you, you need time uh, the day to process everything, so it puts everything in order. If you've had something tragic go on, you saw somebody hit by a bus, that memory shatters, okay? And because you can't deal with it, it's too much. And so the memory shatters and is placed in all kinds of boxes that are wrong, okay? And so it never, it's in those boxes. So if you, you know, you were robbed by a guy with big logging boots, you might remember in your 
stored memory logging boots of that guy. Every time you see somebody with logging boots, you're like, I don't trust that guy. But you don't know why. Because that part of the picture was misfiled. Okay. And so you can redo that with something called EMDR. And it's it's great if you want to look into it. It's really a good thing. Um, However. This is what they're tracking. This is what let me ask you. If you're tracking eyes or, for instance, if we can make it look like you're always looking at the camera, which is a new device out and is great. It's always looking at the camera when you're on a webcast. And that's because you look down away from the camera. And so you can tell when person's talking to you, they're not looking at you. And it's kind of bothersome to people. Look at me. Look at me. That's a human need. So. Now. We can put devices or we can put uh, software to make it always look to animate your eyes. So it always looks like you're looking directly at the camera or the person on the other end. Why is eye contact so important? Eye contact is the window of the soul. You, you have the ability to look somebody in the eye. Look me in the eye and tell me that we know when people look away, when they look down, when they look up, we we can become more suspicious of people because they don't make eye contact. OK, so will this being put on our computers where it's correcting that? So it always looks like, yeah, I mean, you wait, look away for a minute, but you're always making eye contact. In real life, when I meet somebody who's not giving eye contact all the time and not necessarily because they're dishonest. Do I trust them? Do I trust them less because I've now been raised on in this, you know, uh, digital world where everybody looks me in the eye and then in real life, they're not looking me in the eye when I'm looking somebody when you're looking at somebody in the eye, when you're with somebody that tells you something I'm boring. Like right now, Stu's kind of drifting off and I know that I'm bored. (laughs) See, look at his eyes. You can tell if you're watching the blaze, he's gone. And a normal person would be like, I should let him talk for a minute, but I'm not going to because I'm not a normal person. You're drooling now. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I mean, the the question is, we are changing everything. There are things, there are things that, you know, that, that picture shatters because you can't process it. Okay. At the time, you can't process that. And so there's all these protection things and animal things with all of us that we store and are directly tied to our eyes and our brain. Mm. We've never been this close to being able to tell everything and show you images that are wrong. What does that do? And it's happening so fast with all the AI stuff that's out there now. And, you know, we, we talked about this I don't know, maybe a week ago about how. We started this giant experiment with phones in 2009, 2010, 2011. All of the depression rates, all of the suicide rates, everything else skyrockets from almost exactly that period. And And no one's talking about why. And we all made this decision to join in this giant experiment all at the same time. We're seeing the results are terrible. And now we're like, let's triple down. Like this is much, much more intense, much, much worse than the phone thing. But and it we're will jumping be into that as, as well. inevitable as the phone for mm-hmm. most people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I urge you to do your homework on these things now 
and decide. Otherwise, you will fall into it just like you fell into the phone. And then it's over. Mm. It's over. All right. We'll see you tonight. Nine o'clock Wednesday night special. Don't miss it. The Glenn Beck Program.